Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so glad to be your host. And we're going to be looking at Jesus' hometown. I remember reading some apocryphal gospels when I was kind of young in the Lord and you know, Jesus uh, making clay pigeons and then turning them alive and I think striking a little boy with, with blindness. None of that is true. It's all just made up by Gnostics. But we're going to look at what we know about Nazareth. Fascinating thing. I've done a uh, episode on this. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure if it's uploaded yet that uh, at least one archaeologist is quite sure he found Jesus' house in Nazareth. Think about it, say, it's impossible to know that. What's it say? Home of Jesus and Mary and all the other children, you know, the brothers and sisters, half-brothers and sisters of Jesus. No, it was quite likely the home of the uh, carpenter in Nazareth. And when you study, there was probably... No, more than 2,000 people. Most people think between four and 500 people in Nazareth at the time of Jesus. And uh, there would have probably only been one carpenter there. There was a mikvah there, which is interesting. But let's get started. I'm using Rose Publishing's little pamphlet. I really recommend that really heavily on 50 Proofs of the New Testament. And then another one, 50 Proofs of the Old Testament. It's going to be the basis for the next several episodes. So Nazareth, hometown of Jesus. Today, Nazareth is a bustling Arab Jewish city built atop and around the ancient village located in the southern hills of lower Galilee. Great picture in the Holman Bible Dictionary of what it meant they were going to throw Jesus off the precipice of the city because it was built on a precipice. Uh, kind of a light shining on a hill. Jesus there. I think that's kind of cool. But uh, it it, it was on a hill. The modern, when I was in Israel, we were scheduled to go to Nazareth, but we were unable to go. I hated that, but they made up for it in so many other ways. The modern church of the Annunciation left stands over an ancient church building. Excavations in the church and around its grounds have turned up silos, olive presses, foundations of houses, many artifacts from Christ's time. That's interesting. The nearby church of St. Gabriel stands over the city's ancient well, and the well is still fed by fresh spring water. Then the importance of the find. Little would be known about the town where Mary received the angelic news that she would give birth to Christ and where Jesus grew up. If it weren't not for the Christian holy places and archaeology, Matthew 2 and 4, Mark 1, uh, Luke 1, give the New Testament accounts of the events connected with Nazareth. John 1.46 also mentions Nazareth. Now we're going to jump over to Wikipedia. Just a couple paragraphs I think is interesting there. A Hebrew inscription found in Caesarea dating to the late 3rd or early 4th century mentions Nazareth as the home of the priestly, and then it's a family, after the Par Kokhba revolt of 132 to 135 AD. From the three fragments that have been found, the inscription seems to list the 24 priestly courses found in the book of Chronicles and Nehemiah. With each course or family assigned its proper order in the name of each town or village in Galilee where it's settled. Nazareth is not spelled with a Z sound, but with the Hebrew Zod, thus Nazareth instead of Nazareth or Nazareth. I'm from the south. You can't tell a difference when I say it. 
Eleazar Kier, a Hebrew Galilean poet, variously dated from the 6th to 10th century uh, AD, mentions a locally clearly, excuse me, a locality clearly in the Nazareth region bearing the name Nazareth, in this case vocalized Nazareth, was home to the descendants of the 18th Kohen family for at least the, several centuries after the Bar Kokhba revolt, so priestly families from there. Although it's mentioned in the New Testament Gospels, there's no extent non-biblical references to Nazareth till around 200 AD by Sextus Julius Africanus. And he speaks of Nazareth as a village in Judea and locates it near as an yet identified Kokoba. And uh, in the same passage, Africanus writes of, and this, let me make sure I pronounce this correctly, Despasunoi, Despasunoi, relatives of Jesus, who he claims kept the records of their descent with great care. So that's uh, absolutely fascinating. I know, I was reading, was it Domitian, somewhere in 96, 98 AD, he was trying to kill all the descendants of David because, of course, of uh, the association with Jesus. And so it goes on to say, um, that Nazareth, the reason early Christians were called Nazarenes is because of Nazareth and gives a quite, in my mind, a convincing argument for that. So, uh, you know, some would say it means watchmen and all this kind of stuff. But anyhow, Nazareth has been excavated. It's the home of Jesus. It is conclusively seen to have been populated at the time of Jesus uh, with somewhere between 400 to 480 people. Some would say upwards of 2,000 people. Of course, the famous Nazareth Decree from 1878 for uh, forbidding grave robbing, giving a death penalty for grave robbing from the Caesar. Why would he do that? Dating before 50 AD, because somebody from Nazareth claimed to be risen from the dead that was turning the world right side up. That's why. That's one of the most important archaeological discoveries ever. And so that's interesting as well. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Uh, we have, sometimes we have a night podcast as well. We try to have one every day. And uh, we just try to show that you can believe your Bible. It's 100% true. And listen, we've done almost 400 podcasts on this. We're at uh, season 10 episode 22 and there's 36 per season so we're this is number 382 podcast and most of them have some type of proof that the bible's absolutely true there's so much out there thank you again for listening join us again tomorrow please subscribe share share with your friends leave us a five-star review and god bless talk with you later bye-bye